You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We've got our take cannons loaded and ready. ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely dominant on short the routes. boys are back, baby. Excellent separation against man coverage. This is Reception Reception the Show. All right, let's talk about Gabe Davis. We'll stay with Buffalo here. This is a guy that had 98 targets last year, 48 receptions, such a horrible uh, conversion rate. I mean, he's I know he's being asked to run deeper routes, but still. Uh, 836 uh, in terms of yardage and then seven touchdowns. Um, 17.4 yards per reception for Gabe Davis. So you knew what you're getting with Gabe, right? Like we're going in over the top and he's going to catch long balls and uh, that is what Gabe Davis does. Uh, but when you take a look at what, you know, his separation scores and all this kind of stuff, Matt, it's just, look, people were expecting him to take a step forward. He took a step back. Yeah, I think he just is what he is. You know, uh, this is actually a player that I think um, reception perceptions like been dead on about basically mm-hmm. since he got into the NFL because you know that first year if you remember he had a couple moments in like the playoff game or uh, I think against the Colts where he caught these like awesome you know yeah. sideline passes and like he started kind of popping late towards the season when like John Brown got hurt and people were like oh is Gabe Davis like going to take next step it's like well I think they actually and they remember they brought in Emmanuel Sanders that year and basically I was like you know they sh- they're right based on Gabe Davis absolutely can play, right? Like he can burn, he can win downfield, and he can win in tight, like contested situations. Like that's a that's a role player in the NFL. He has a role to play in the NFL. But their base was like they should bring in a vet to hedge their bets, and they did. They brought in Emmanuel Sanders, and he was basically in 2021 kind of like the guy for the first maybe 70 percent of the season, and then yeah. things started to shift towards Gabe, right? And it's like okay, well yeah, and then he started doing Gabe Davis things. He won downfield, he won in contested situations, and he was good in that role. And right. then obviously the four touchdown playoff game happens, and like I really wonder what our discourse would be about Gabe Davis if that game never happened, or by the way, James, if people watched that game, like if they actually watched what happened in that game, like. He scored four touchdowns, 100%. You don't score four touchdowns without having a good game and also having, like, defenders fall over in the secondary and, like, blow oh, yeah. okay? So, oh, my God. So you know, there was a lot of that going on, too. And yeah. then, obviously, last year, the, the take with Gabe was same thing. He can win deep. He can win in contested situations. But I don't know if we're, we're, we're getting a little over our skis with, like, fantasy drafters taking him in the top 20 receivers, taking him in, like, the top five rounds. <laughs> it's like, well, he's the number two receiver for, you know, for Josh Allen. But is he really a number two receiver? Is he real? And I don't think he is. I think he is a, a good role player, but I don't think he is a guy that like, look, 24th percentile success rate versus man last year. Like you mentioned, mm-hmm. he's never cleared the 35th percentile in success rate versus man zone or press coverage in his first year, in his second year, nor in his third year. It's never happened. Like, I think he just 
is who he is. And that's not a, again, that's not a bad player. It's just, it's a limited application role player. And I think Buffalo bet on him taking a jump. He just, like you said, he didn't take that jump. He was a little bit worse as a separator, but I don't, I think that's more so that they, I think that's more so that they asked him to be a real number two receiver and like run more routes and run more difficult routes. And, you know, not even just necessarily deeper routes or anything, but just, we're, I'm talking about difficult routes for him, like running more in-breaking routes. That's not the stuff right. he's really going to do. He's going to be more of a downfield burner. So it, I don't think Gabe is a bad player. I think he just, you know, he is what he is. And I think the idea that he's going to take another step is silly. And last thing too, the first thing people say is, well, he had a high ankle sprain to begin last year and that dogged him all last year. Okay. I, Okay, but like number one, the, <laughs> in the games that I sampled, okay. I, d- I took yeah. the week one game. By the way, watch the touchdown he scored in that week one game. I remember the victory laps about Gabe Davis. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, after that week one game. When they like yep, – yep. the entire defense came – the entire Rams defense comes forward and they like leak Gabe Davis down the field and he's completely uncovered. Okay. And then he gets the high ankle sprain and like people are po- posting – clips of him turning slowly in his routes we've been doing that his entire career like i didn't sample any game from after week one until he had that like blow up game against pittsburgh i didn't take in any games there if you're telling me that he was just bothered by this ankle sprain his entire year his success rates look the exact same from his first two seasons like i don't really think that's a viable excuse it's tough for me to square that he just has a high ankle sprain the entire year but oh by the way he scores and runs similarly to his First two seasons. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, you talk about the trends here and maybe trying to take a step forward instead of a step back uh, versus man, 57% success rate uh, and then a 64% success rate going from year one to year two. So 57, 64, and then 61.6% in year three. Similar story versus zone, 72% success rate his rookie year, 75% success rate in 2021. And then he goes from 75% to 71% success rate versus zone. Again, a 10th percentile score. We're not asking, I don't think the Bills are asking him to just be, you know, a a high level technician for for what they ask him to do. A lot of, there's a bunch of clear out routes, you know, but again, 10th percentile versus zone, that's just not going to get the job done, Matt. No, it it's, makes Buffalo's offense very boomer bust, very, you know, Stefan Diggs centric, right? Like, we, the conversation around Gabe Davis has gone from like his fantasy ADP and like the expectations being so steamed up to last year. Yeah. To now the 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 first thing people say about Buffalo's offense is well they need more that beyond Stefan Diggs. And yeah. Um, it's like wait a second, what happened here? <laughs> what happened, right? Well, I think that it's just yeah. they expected too much out of this player. And and look, like small fluctuations uh in success rates like that. I mean, cuz that's not really that big of a fluctuation, right? Like going from 64 to 61.6%. It's definitely it's a step back, but it's a it's a small bit. It's just like that's the territory that's he, that he's in. And you know, I always say these guys you know, like Mike Williams, you know, is he a number one receiver? I think it's tough to be a true number one when you're kind of like an average separator, you know, when you're kind of like a mm-hmm. maybe slightly above average separator, like a Mike Williams type of guy. It just makes you very low percentage. These guys like Gabe Davis, like sub 35th percentile for all the players sampled in reception perception history. It's just I, I think you can get value out of those players like a, I mean, like MVS, right? Like MVS is a valuable role player for both the Packers and the Chiefs, but 
nobody's trying to funnel like a hundred targets a year to MVS or nobody's like, Oh, let's draft MVS. Cause he's Pat- Patrick Mahomes, whatever number receiver in, in what, you know, whatever round of fantasy or something like that. So it, it just like, he's, but he's still a decent player to have around. And Gabe Davis is a decent player to have around. It's just like, you got to contextually contextualize these guys in the right way. I think that both, the fantasy community, well, especially the fantasy community, but even the Bills, like, kind of <laughs> overextended and overstretched, um, where he, like, where Gabe Davis could go as a player. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left, look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So you mentioned these small fluctuations, and I think you're 100% right. They are small fluctuations, but let me put it to you this way. If he had gone the other direction, and he goes 2%, 3% the other way, he goes 2%, 3% north, now we're starting to talk about uh, a player who looks a lot, a lot like Mike Williams. And Mike Williams, yeah, true. Mike Williams as a number two receiver in this offense, that guy's making plays. You know what I mean? That's yeah, exactly that, the yeah. kind of player this offense needs right now, right? But Gabe Davis went the other direction. So, so I, I think that's why when you when you take a look at a player like Gabe going into again year three, and the, that that was part of the narrative too. Year three breakout could be this guy, could be Gabe Davis. It just wasn't that dude, right? Like, and again, as you mentioned, yeah, it's a small fluctuation, but it was a small negative fluctuation, you know, instead of a small positive one. And in that little difference is all the difference in the world. When you're talking about one, two, five, 10 plays in a season, man, you know, Um, those, those change fortunes in the NFL. You know what I mean? So uh, that's what we're talking about when we talk about Gabe Davis. And, you're you're so right um, because you know yeah you're looking at it was like sixty eight percent or something like that for for Gabe Davis like that would be you know sixty seven or something like that percent success rate versus man it's small numbers but it's like the, yeah that's that's kind of the Mike Williams like I'm looking at Mike Williams twenty twenty uh, season sixty seven point seven percent success rate versus man like if we're looking at that for Gabe Davis we're feeling we're feeling pretty good about him but yeah we I are. think it just sort of soli- it lo- sort of solidified where he is on the X receiver access that we talk about all the time like these vertical right. X receivers um you know maybe more towards that kind of uh George Pickens zone uh the the Corey Davis zone of like X receivers um, which are not, I mean, George Pickens, right? Like he's a young player. Maybe he takes another step, but this is kind of, this is kind of what I always say with reception perception data. And like, it's very stable. Usually guys like are who they are. Um, we don't see a lot of players taking these like big, big, massive, massive leaps, you know, throughout the course of their career. So I think it's sort of solidified where 
Gabe Davis is on that sort of uh, X receiver axis that maybe he's more in that like Corey Davis zone. Not a bad player, but mm-hmm. you know we're not talking about Gabe Davis be- or like uh, Corey Davis being one of the stars of the NFL. You know, um, I'm not going to say Devontae Parker because we talk about him all the time. But you know, this is like that's that's sort of that <laughs> axis of X receivers where he's uh, where he's where he's maybe filing into. Can we can we throw Marvin Jones into that Devontae Parker mix? Sure. I feel like that's a that's a good that's a good player to um to say, okay, this is a player that can have a long career in the NFL. Uh I don't consider it to be an insult when when you say a player is gonna be a Marvin Jones or a Devontae Parker. This is not some guy that's gonna play in the league two years and just be flame out. It's like, nah, you could compile or cobble together eight nine seasons in the end that's that's a that's a plus that's success man that's good yeah and um there's always some level by the way of uh (laughs) of of selection bias when we talk about these guys for reception perception um because i'm not sampling the the bottom of every roster you know uh i'm not sampling like every single receiver in the NFL. Cause I've got, I mean, I've allegedly supposed to have a life. So, um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but so just for that, like sense, it's like, Oh, when you see this guy, uh, I, I see people like, well, how can he have never, how can he get this level of production, but never be open? Well, he didn't have a 0% success rate versus coverage, right? Like he's <laughs> 60, 60 something percent <laughs> is still more than 50%. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. Whenever we're talking about these guys, we're talking about Gabe Davis and, and these Marvin Jones types and these, I mean, even like a chase Claypool type of player, like, you know, I don't know. These guys are fine. I mean, they're, they're like NFL players. Marvin Jones had some really good years in the right circumstances. And yeah. Gabe, the funny thing about Gabe Davis, like Gabe Davis, like what a fourth, fifth round pick. And mm-hmm. for him to have like 800 yards in this and seven touchdowns, like, Hey, that's doing pretty good for a, a fourth round pick. It's just Agreed. trying to, uh, trying to find ways to properly put that. And I think like, yeah, he was a wide receiver too for the Buffalo Bills last year. And as a fourth round pick with this skill set, he had 837 yards and seven touchdowns. It was a bit, not to, a bit, I would say pretty boom bust as a player. Okay. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. fine. It just, you still have to have the skill set. You can't yeah. just be out there on the field. You also have to have the skill set. <laughs>